Hey, everybody. Today, you're going to hear of an idea that aims to revolutionize the filthiest industry out there. As well, you'll hear about the time Jonathan discovered the singer-songwriter Jewel before she made it big. So welcome to our podcast, everybody. This is The Idealist. Jonathan, did you see the Woodstock 99 documentary that just came out? I did. I watched it on a plane. Okay. What what was your take on that? Take me back to 99. Where were you? I feel like this was right in the prime of your youth. Like when Woodstock yeah. 99 came out, they were, it was like marketed to you. <laughs> and somehow I'm sitting there watching this thinking, how what, did I never hear about this? Like really? I, I couldn't remember. I didn't remember it on MTV. I didn't remember hearing about Woodstock 99. Like the whole thing – I. And you're a music I, guy. I, I'm a music guy. And I felt like I thought I was in the Mandela effect for a little bit. I was like, wait, this all happened? And Sheryl Crow was there. Yes. And so was Jewel. And so was Kid Rock and yes. Limp Biscuit. Like it, it, corn. I, I just, it, the whole thing yeah. blew my mind. And the filth. Oh my gosh. That, that sticks out, right? Oh, I could smell it on the plane. I was sitting there like, this guy smells awful next to me. But it was just watching this. Yes. Was just, it was there. It, Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So what were you doing in 99? If, if like this was off of your radar, what, what was having? Well, my wife was having our first son. So. How old are you at this time? Are you 23? Okay. So you so said married young, married young. Yeah. Little kids at this time. Yep. Yeah. You're not going to Woodstock. No, no, you're, you're no, no, no partner. No spouse is going to say, this is a great time in your life to, to go, <laughs> to go to Woodstock 99. Um, so, I mean, what, tell me, tell me about the music though. What was your, what was your take on the music at Woodstock 99? You're seeing all different types of artists yeah, there. Did, that, did any of them like resonate with you watching I mean, it? I, I liked Bush a lot. Like oh, Bush was too. Um, one of my favorite uh, and uh, that whole first album of theirs too. You ever I, been to I, a Bush really concert? No, I have I've, twice. I've never been to a Bush concert, but I, I really liked that. I, I just thought it was so weird. And, and I could see when, um, Fred Durst is up there on stage and he, and Fred Durst, for our listeners who don't know who Fred Durst is, please explain he was, who Fred Durst is and what band he represented. Limp Biscuit was his, Limp Bizkit. was his band yes. and he was an angry white kid, just like I was. And some of my friends were. And so he's, he's up there on stage and the guy even narrating the documentary is talking about how he could see an angel and a devil on there telling them, say it, don't say it, say yeah. it, don't say it. And you, you could see him working through this. Like, am I gonna, am I gonna go? through with this and yeah. just start screaming, is it all about that? You know, yeah. and that then everybody started and he did. And like, it just, and the song was break stuff. The yeah, song the was song. break stuff. And, and then all did. of a sudden it, 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 and they did. And I, I just, and then I'm thinking, I'm picturing like jewel. Was she hiding? Backstage? Poor jewel. Poor, can we she... talk about jewel. Poor, <laughs> what a delight she is. Yeah. Right. What a yeah. delight she is. I, I did see, this is a strange story. Yeah. I saw jewel in concert at Maggio's pizza in Springfield, Missouri, wow. me and two other people and her. And that was it. So this is before. This is her oh, living yeah. out of the van. Yeah, yeah. this is this is She's, her living out of a van. Wow. Having these little um, CDs that she wrote the songs on that were for sale there. Yeah. And what do you remember? I remember your reaction. I remember thinking she's really good. Like this, this is the, this is the best open mic person they've scheduled. That was that was my. She's thought. gonna she's gonna open for Limp Biscuit one day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Man, yeah. I, my my favorite part of the documentary though is each night after. Just the horror of the day. 
the heat, the lack of resources, the filth, you get the promoters of the event oh, with yeah. the media like, oh, this was a great day. Yeah. What a banner day we had in the world of music and just lying and just covering it up and just dodging and deflecting. That was pretty humorous to to, to see and yeah. probably pretty I, maddening back then for I wonder, all those involved. All of them. I wonder what the what the artists thought too, you know, like <laughs> – was Kid Rock in the back, you know, just like, this is crazy, man. Or was he sitting there thinking, this is incredible. Like, what? I wonder what his thought process was. I mean, I, I would imagine, a, I mean, for who they were bringing in, the artists they were bringing in, I mean, what a great time, right, for these artists. Yeah. I mean, tons of people. It's chaotic. It's frenetic. Everybody is just going nuts. I mean, if you're Kid Rock, if you're Limp Biscuit, yeah. um, if you're Corn, like – is there a better moment for you yeah. than Woodstock '99? It did. That watching that actually did make me want to wish I had seen a Kid Rock concert in Detroit. <laughs> I did. Really? Yeah. I'm not a Kid Rock guy. Like I'm not a Kid Rock fan. I don't even know if I know any of his songs. But I just think it would be kind of cool to have seen a Kid Rock concert in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe there's still time. I think he's still out yeah. there making the rounds. Probably not going to happen. Yeah. Probably not going to happen now. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm watching this and I have an idea coming out of this because I'm watching this documentary. It's making, you know what it made me think of? It made me think of public restrooms. Yeah. Yeah. That was, they were a disaster. I mean, this was the disaster of all disasters, right? So for those of you that haven't seen this documentary, I mean, it was unbelievable. The mess, the lack of infrastructure, people, sliding in the mud that wasn't mud but was crud from overflowing porta potties i mean it was disgusting feces and, feces and it was disgusting it was filthy it was unsafe but i mean that's on one end of the spectrum but is there ever really a great experience of going to a festival and having to deal with public porta potties i've never <laughs> I've never experienced it. I've never seen a good situation. I mean, the only time the the public porta potty thing works is when it's semi private or at like a wedding or something that's outdoors, and they get the really nice porta potties yeah. there. Like that's that's passable. Okay, so my, here's my idea. So I've got I've got a solution to this problem, okay. and uh, my solution is there's got to be a company that comes out. And brings to the festival two types of porta potties. This is where I think the miss is. You've got the porta potty that is open to the public. Anybody can use it. It's a generic, normal porta potty. But right next to it is the penthouse of porta potties. Okay. And if you want to use the penthouse of porta potties, you have to pay to use it. Okay. And so you have options. So the promoter of the event knows we're going to provide free public bathrooms for our guests and we're also going to let them if they want to use it have a really nice one but they're gonna have to pay for it and so i think there's that's something i haven't seen done in the porta potty industry <laughs> all the festivals i've been options but having a pay option here's what i thought of i'm thinking is there any amount of money my wife wouldn't pay to use the clean nice porta potty at an event like that, I there's no there. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't have a limit to put on it, right? No. I mean, I mean, think about I don't know. You and I might use a porta potty, yeah. right? Like a normal generic one. Yeah. But I'm thinking of 
I'm thinking of our spouses. Right. And and not just how disgusting they are, but they're dang, they're dangerous. You know what I think of every time I get inside a porta potty? What? Those uh different prank TV shows when they push the person over in oh, the porta potty. Oh, that's terrible. Every that's single terrible. time I that's get in one, I think through that. And I, I'm just like, I, I don't want to be in here at oh. all. Yeah. So so you're with me that there's a market for this. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right? Okay. So th- that's the problem. That's the solution. Um, I, I, before we kind of walk through the categories, you know, I, I do have a name for it I've, I've thought of. Maybe you can help me think of a better one. But, you know, we all are familiar with the term, you know, a John, right? A porta John. A, a, a porta John. Yeah. So I think, I think the name of this company could be John and Jonathan. You've all met John, right? He's, he's the generic porta potty. We're all used to John. Right. But right next to him, I want you to meet his older, sophisticated, debonair, older brother, Jonathan. Absolutely. And you can pick. Do you want John or do you want Jonathan? Jonathan every time. Yeah. I don't even <laughs> let people call me John. Like they have to use the So full I'm speaking thing. to a Jonathan right now. Correct. Does yes. this uh, does this idea I'm offend there. does this name offend you no, at all? It doesn't offend. It, it, it may make it makes complete sense. Yes. Like that's how I see myself, my name already <laughs> as the more elegant version of the Porta John. Yeah. Yes. There yeah. you go. So so I, I think you could you could call this company John and Jonathan and have have a blast with it. I think marketing it could be viral, the name, the brand, the um the way this just hits a need we can all recognize. What do you think though? So my gut reaction is it's a good idea. Okay. I I like it. I mean, I um when I was running Chicken Cone early on, we had this festival and it was called Henny Fest. We didn't put it on, but the make- Henny Fest. Yeah. Can you what, what is so it's the H E N I Fest? No H E N N E Y. Okay, like okay. Hennessy. So it, it was by it. the by Hennessy. They put yep. on this Henny Fest, and so it's a it's a concert. And when people would come in, they would hand them a bottle of Hennessy Great. on their way in. So you can imagine what the crowd was like and all that kind of stuff. And and all they had were porta potties, and I had to, and I had all of these. Side note, I had all of these um, small, teenage, sheltered, white kids from eastern Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and I had taken them to Coney Island it, to Henny Fest, which is none of those things. And so they're mm. all like inside this little shipping oh, why container. Why are you taking them to Henny Because Fest? they were they were our employees. Oh, <laughs> And they were the ones God. that were working. So they're working inside this little shipping container. And I remember walking to the bathrooms and they were passing out condoms on your way to the oh, porta-potties. Gosh. So you can imagine what state those porta-potties were oh. in and what they were being used for. So in my mind, if I had a company like this, my gut reaction is – if I was putting on an event, I would love for somebody to bring me pay porta potties and regular porta potties. And there's always lines of porta potties anyway. And listen, so no, no sex in the Jonathan. Right. None. 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 Absolutely yeah. not. It is forbidden. There's a sign up there. Right. That Correct. says no way, no how. Oh my gosh. So, but just the lines that are always at porta potties anyway at large events and all this kind of stuff. So my gut reaction is this is a very, very good idea. Yours? Uh I mean, I am really bullish on this idea. Again, I just – there's not a price somebody won't pay to use a nice restroom when you're in a state of duress. And by duress, I mean you have to go really bad and and it's filthy around you. That is a – that taps into a deep-seated uh, – fear that people have about their safety, uh, makes them super uncomfortable, and I don't think anybody's monetized on that. 
Like yeah. how do how do we get people out of this situation? And I think the answer is have a pay to pee option for people. Yeah, but here's a problem I see. Okay, so you, we're doing yeah buts. All right, what do you got? Do you remember on? Um, I think this is the most ridiculous part of the whole Woodstock '99 show. Okay. When it is, it's filth, you know, the yeah. sewers have overrun and all this stuff is happening. And there's one old lady and she's out there on like a little golf cart and she's got all these trash bags and yes. she's like, here, go pick up some yes. trash. It's your responsibility. That's to the Jonathan. Clean. That's the Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. Like that lady right there. Like who's listening there. People are taking her trash and throwing up in the bag and handing yeah. it back to her, you know, like yeah. they're, they're not going to go. And it was such a ridiculous scene. How are you keeping these things clean? And I know we're not. It's not Woodstock 99, like it's Correct. outside of no... the Eagles game or whatever. Yeah. How how are you making sure they're clean? Because if I'm swiping and I'm paying to get inside there and it's filthy, I'm going to be really angry. So I, I would imagine the company would have to supply the venue with a concierge. Okay. That's my, that, that would be my, my solution to that. You have to pay someone to be there to clean up after people. And uh, Would he or she be wearing a tux or formal attire? I think it, at Henny Fest, let me think. Well, I don't know what would I've never been to a. Let Henny, me let Henny me make Fest, sure. Andrew, let me should I say it right. A Henny Fest. Yeah. So I'm not sure what the appropriate attire would be at a Henny Fest, uh, but I would imagine maybe a tuxedo T-shirt. Okay. What about <laughs> how, how do we know? So it's going to be dependent then on an individual cleaning the stall, or like how how do I know when I walk in it's clean? That's where I think the concierge after each usage is going in and making sure it's clean. So, so, so let's say, I mean, I'm, I know you don't know the, the ratios here, but yeah. let's say it's 10 to one. Yeah. Okay. 10 Porta Johns to one Jonathan, yep. which in real life, it's more like a thousand Johns before you find a Jonathan but yep. in this situation, we'll say 10 to one. So you have five of them there. He's just sitting there watching and bouncing between. Is, is there going to be a way that he hits a clean button and then it says, okay, now you can enter yes. or something like that? I okay. think that's it. I, I think there's a sign that pops up, a light that pops up that says this this restroom is clean. Um, I, I think the way you can do that, though, is you price it maybe based on how long the wait is, right? Because the line can't be as long as the other the right. other lines, right? right? The line has to be relatively so short. Right. So I think it's, it, you could do surge pricing like, on it. You could just call it urge pricing. Ooh. Oh man, that's great. Um, is it going to have a sink? I'd imagine so. Yeah. I mean, well, now I listen, full disclosure. I don't think I've been to an event that had, I mean, I kind of more upscale porta potties, but have you ever been to yeah. one that had like the penthouse yeah. version of it? I mean, so what's 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 in it? Take give me an imagination for it. Was married and, and you stepped inside and had tile floor. It was Ooh. raised a little bit. Had tile floor. Love it. Had a had a, a an actual toilet, not like a plastic whole thing. But, Love it. But an actual toilet. That and that is very Jonathan. It had a yes. It had a sink. Yeah. It had a roll of toilet paper. It had a mirror. Yeah. In there, um, there was music inside. Yeah. And there was a, a freshener. Yeah. And I believe there was a vent. I, I'm not positive there was a, a vent, like a vent, but I'm pretty sure there was one because I, I remember helping um, Walter plug everything in. So I'm pretty sure there was one. Yeah. I'm wondering why that isn't – that particular product is not next to the other products as a choice for people to decide if they want to pay more for. Yeah. Yeah. So um, – I don't have that, – that, that's really my only yeah, but is how, how, how are you going to keep it clean? Force that it's clean. Yeah. I, I mean, what do you think about the concierge idea? 
Yeah, I think that I think that's the only way it works. Is I mean, I thought like you could spray it down, you know, just spray yeah. the whole thing down, but then you'd step in and it's wet, and you'd have to have connected to water and so many things like that. I think concierge is the only way that it works. Okay. Do you well, have any? Do you have any objections? No, I don't. I really, I really think this would work. I, I, I honestly, my only objection is I don't know why it hasn't been done yet. Yeah. Right. So if that's kind of like a, that's my yeah, but the yeah, but is like this is so clear to me. Right. That I mean, we've got the penthouse porta potties already. We got the generic ones. Why hasn't somebody put them together on a pay as you pee? Yeah. Model with a concierge. So pay as you go. It can just be pay as you go. Pay as you go. I oh man, good. We've got yeah. a couple good ones here um, for the marketing material. That's we were right. already doing a lot of the work for somebody to take this and run with it, right? So that's the only thing. It's such an obvious thing to me. There's got to be a good reason we, why I haven't seen it, but maybe that's what makes it a good idea. Yeah. Is there other places that you could see besides festivals and just where, like, would oh, you let's talk about that? Would yeah. you at a kid's soccer game? How there's those two porta potties that sit over there. Yep. Would you put one there? Could 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 it could it exist in places where like that where you know at that park that your kid plays soccer at there's they rarely get clean. They just sit there. So like just have it where there's not a concierge. Yeah. Because you might – where do you need the concierge's volume? Right. That's right. where you need a concierge. But at a park or something like that where there's not high volume, you could just do a pay-as-you-go mm-hmm. and let people just, hey, I want to use the larger, more nicer uh, porta potty That would make sense to me. Yeah. And it just gets maybe cycled through and yeah, cleaned up. Okay. Uh, monetize. So, all right. What's the financial model here? Okay. So you own John and Jonathan. You, what about this, John, Jonathan, you, you sell it to the, the, the festival and say, listen, we're going to provide you with these 10 generic porta potties at X amount. Anybody can use them for the public. We're going to charge you for this one because your customers are going to like having this option, but we can provide this nice service to you, but we have to charge people as they go on on this particular porta potty. Um, So there's a little, so there is a flat rate for the the penthouse version of the porta potty, the Jonathan, um, but you're also getting money. The company is getting money um, as people go. So you're, you're charging the company. So let's say there's a, festival over here in a park and, yep. they, and they say we, we need 10 porta potties and so you're like okay we'll drop off eight regular and two fancy ones but people are gonna have to pay for the fancy ones yes. or do they or, and it, so do they get charged for 10 or do they get charged for eight makes sense to me they get charged for 10 because the the park in that scenario gets gets noticed for actually caring about people right right and offering them something a little bit nicer yeah I don't think the public is going to demand that they get that for free, right. that the Jonathan for free, because they're so accustomed to getting the default porta potty for free. Yeah. So I think I, know, I think yeah I think customer pay is unquestioned that that's how it works. I just I wasn't sure about like the event paying. For what, this, what do you maybe, think? What I do think, you think maybe they get a discount on those or yeah. something like that, so they get a, a couple extra just to that. That's kind of my thought, but I, I mean I think. That that is definitely, yeah, the way to go. Yeah, pay as you go though. I think is the big idea. Tap, here. swipe, prepay. How? how? Oh, uh, good question. 
um, I think you got to swipe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, swipe, there's a lot you can do with that in branding too, wipe. right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Swipe to wipe. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Um, so how much would you charge? How much would you, would you charge? Oh, let's, oh, I love this question. How much would we charge? Yeah. Okay. If I'm at Woodstock 99, yeah. I mean, 50 bucks. For one use? When you got to go, you got to go. What's the alternative? Let me ask you this. What's the alternative? <laughs> What's the alternative? There, I could think of a billion of them over $50 to go to the bathroom. Okay. Okay. Like, okay. But, no, ask but, your spouse. No, I know. A- she, ask Shannon, your beloved. Yes. Ask, ask the love of your life, the bride, the most precious being in your life. Yeah. No, Shannon would definitely pay $50 to, okay. to, go, in, to go at Woodstock 99. I would not pay $50 to go at Woodstock 99. However, I, I honestly, what I would pay for is the shorter line. So if I was okay. walking up, I would want to cut that line and be like, I want to be the first one in there. I'll pay $50 to be the first one in there yeah. if I really, really have to go. Yeah. But the cleanliness portion of it is important to me, but not as important as the timeliness. Yeah, but that's but you're a guy and I'm a guy. And no, we're, it's a yeah. totally different so ballgame. You, you think you're going to set it at this park, at this event and charge 50 bucks? No, absolutely not. Oh, okay. Absolutely not. No, I mean, again – Watch the documentary Woodstock yeah. '99, and you know why fifty dollars would be a steal of a deal, right? right? But right. at the park, I don't know, like a normal, I don't know, like three dollars, four dollars, five dollars, yeah. something in that range. Yeah. Because you st- listen, if I look at a porta potty at a park, I'm scared. Yeah. Aren't you? Yeah. Like the odds are not good that I'm going to walk in and, and walk out, out going, life. you know what? That was a great experience. Yeah. So I don't know what is that worth to me. Five bucks? Yeah. I think I think three to five dollars is great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's the base price, but I'm all for this you have to do the surge pricing at those large events. Urge pricing, yeah. Urge price <laughs> We've got a lot of zingers on this one. You gotta do urge pricing because you cannot have a giant line right outside of this thing. So it's definitely a, a premium yeah. service. I'm ready to rate this if you give me a rating scale. Okay. Okay. You want to rate this thing? Okay. So here's the rating scale. The rating is how good of an idea is this on a scale of the porta potties at Woodstock 99. Disgusting. To your personal potty that has a bidet in the restroom. So I'm talking the bidet, the most bougie way to go. Okay. In your personal space. Woodstock 99 to personal bidet, where does this idea land on you? Mm. I have a friend who won't even visit the United States because we don't have bidets everywhere. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe he's onto something. I, I think he is. So I am going to go with definitely, definitely good idea. It's definitely yeah? a good idea. Okay. Um, a personal bidet is pretty up there, but I'm going to go with a personal urinal in my bathroom, my <laughs> own urinal. That's that's where I'm going. Can well, you don't have a urinal in your bathroom, so you're you're. Right. I don't have a urinal. I have a toilet in my so bathroom. You, so, but that's I'm, your dream. But my dream is to have a urinal. Yeah, it's it's quick. It's easy. It's it's there. I would design it much different than urinals are designed right yeah. now. But still, yeah. I would I would have to be able to have that convenience. Yeah. Quick. Clean. I'm not. Yeah. I just. Urinal. Why don't we have urinals in, I have in personal no residences? Idea. I have no idea because it that's touchless. We right should there. we should workshop that yeah. idea one day. That is definitely touchless. So okay, that's that's where I rate it. I rate it on my own personal urinal. Okay. Well, I'm going to take that as a vote of confidence in this. Absolutely, idea. <laughs> it is. I love this idea. <laughs> Great. Well, as always, we'll uh, we'll let somebody else run with it. 
Thanks for listening to this episode. We'd love it if you would like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast with others. Know we've got a growing list of ideas, so we'll be back next time to share more with you. If you have an idea you'd like to share, head over to idealistpodcast.com and record your pitch right there on our site. We just may share it and pick it apart on an upcoming episode. So until next time, thanks again for joining The Idealist. Idealist.